Hey everybody, my name is Everett Shipman and I am excited to share with you today just a few of the habits that have made me what I am today. And now for some of you that know, I'm a personal trainer and I'm a fitness fanatic. And I wanted to share with you guys this because even though I understand the value and importance of fitness now, it hasn't always been like that. And so then the question becomes, well, where did that transition happen? What did I see or observe that transformed me into that type of person? Well, when I first got started in fitness almost 10 years ago, it was actually very unfamiliar to me. I mean, sure, I understood that exercise could help you get in shape, lose weight, get strong, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I get it. But I was unfamiliar in that I just did not understand the routine of fitness. I didn't understand the full picture and what it really meant, you see. But once I started to become truly engaged in fitness, wow, my eyes were open. Okay, now, so like when I first started working out, it was just to get stronger. Like any other guy my age, I wanted bigger arms, a six pack abs. I had missed playing football in high school and college and resented that uh, partially because my physical size was not strong enough. I just didn't give that dominant image. Um, But I I mean, I wanted to attract more girls, more work opportunities, more money. Um, And then even more importantly, I wanted to increase my chances of making it to Broadway and onto Hollywood as an actor. And so I said, I'm, and so I made it my mission to get big and strong. And I remember thinking my career path, regardless of what I do, it's going to be in the public eye. I need to, to be fit. I need to appear fit. Okay. Yet one of the biggest issues I had early on was in being consistent when I went to the gym. And so when I say that is... I don't mean consistent as far as working out. I mean consistent in the fact that I was consistently comparing myself to others. And any time I've learned that any time you spend so much energy comparing yourself to others as opportunity and energy that you could be uh, moving yourself forward, but you actually end up holding yourself back. And so I would stop going. I would go to the gym. I would see these other guys. They were bigger than me. They were better than me. They were stronger than me. And I would get discouraged. My body didn't look like theirs. um, So I wouldn't go as hard. I would skip days. I would just get into my feelings. And so naturally, I also struggled with confidence. Okay, comparing others to myself sabotaged the little confidence that I had. And so it was tough to build momentum since it was easy to let any and everything else getting in get in the way. And so when I finally met and interacted with a guy who ended up becoming my mentor, um, then I was able to move the needle, move the ball along and at least get regular workouts in. Um, But then I would still allow work, cubicle work in the office to get in the way because as I expressed earlier, my fear of getting fired or losing my job again was what dominated. And so my fitness suffered and not hitting my workouts all the time meant that I didn't always get that surge of confidence that workouts and exercise provided for me. Finally, I knew that the only way to win at this was to make fitness first. 
because going to work was a dread. It was, it was, it was, I hated it. Um, I did not feel myself when I went there and I literally was going there just to make money. And so I knew that going to the gym was the complete opposite. I could go to the gym and work out. And if I, and if I could do that and make a living, I would love it. I could do fitness in my, with my eyes closed. I could do fitness for the fun of it. I could do fitness with no money because fitness was, was it. And so as I looked into the future, I realized, you know what? I want to get old, but I want to be strong. And the only way to even come close to that, in my opinion, is to establish a set of patterns and healthy habits and fitness routines that would allow me to have that momentum and establish that level of uh, regularity as I aged. And so I started to do everything I could to save my health. I would work out four to five days a week, even if it wasn't a, a long workout. I made sure to eat right. I adopted what I call a commuter meal plan where I would eat clean Monday through Friday, relax a bit on the weekends, and then I made sure that I didn't sit for long periods at work so that I could stay moving. Every job, I made sure that I was moving around and not confined to a desk. Okay? And that's very key. I want you guys to hear that. That's one of the habits that I urge every one of you to take a look at. And that is, how can I not or how can I avoid the hurtful, hurtful habit of sitting for too long? Okay, and then um, and I remember I was at this one particular office and I worked for a guy who was not fitness conscious and being such, he did not understand when I would be late coming from break time because I would be at the gym. It was not something that he understood. So it was not something that he empathized with. And so there was always this tension um, in our particular office, yet I still was committed to trying to find a way for fitness to become a priority. And in the course of establishing these routines, I was able to observe a pattern that not just worked for me, but the other people in my office and the other people in my cube, even my mentor, there were certain habits and certain things that they did that allowed them to always make sure that they had time for fitness. And so I said, hmm, well, what can I do to help me stay engaged? And one of the things I decided to do was every year I would do something competitive, physical every year. Okay. And so I started in the first year I did this was I did a Spartan run. It took me five hours. Um, I went through most of the obstacles. I got stuck on the very last obstacle, which was a rope that you had to climb all the way up to the top. Maybe it was about 10, 15 feet and ding a bell at the top. And I got halfway up, fell back down into the water, muddy water, temperatures dropping, so it was cold. Um, my muscles screamed in excruciating pain, filled with fatigue, and I had had enough. I had been to the end. And but at the end of the day, it felt good to have accomplished that. And not only that, along the way, it helped to keep me consistent in my fitness habits. And so one of the things that I want you guys to to begin to think about is what can I do? What are some of the the parameters or the boundaries that I can put in place to help encourage my fitness each and every day? 
Um, because one thing that I realize is that there are only a few fitness there are only a few fitness habits that are necessary to to transform your body. Just a few. But how many of you are actually realizing which few they are and are actually sticking to it? And so when I begin to work on this project and put all of these uh, ideas and these fitness habits together in the course of it, I came up with a formula and realized that the fittest and leanest people on the face of this planet and the people that I interact with and the clients and, and even the celebrities when I research them online, they are all they are all taking advantage of this particular fitness formula in one way or another. And so it's what I want to share with you and help you get so that you can live life to the fullest and, and have the increased energy, the confidence, the functionality. And I've put all of this together f- so that I can share with you what I have uncovered, what I have taken part in. And I want you guys to be part of it. So stay tuned. Keep checking back. I'm, I appreciate you guys for listening. Keep listening. And I promise you that we are going to change and transform your life together. Okay, so until next time, remember, get fit, stay fit, be fit, and enjoy life. I'll talk to you later. Hey, everybody, my name is Everett Shipman, and I am excited to share with you today just a few of the habits that have made me what I am today. And now, for some of you that know, I'm a personal trainer and I'm a fitness fanatic. And I wanted to share with you guys this because even though I understand the value and importance of fitness now, it hasn't always been like that. And so then the question becomes, well, where did that transition happen? What did I see or observe that transformed me into that type of person? Person. Well, when I first got started in fitness almost 10 years ago, it was actually very unfamiliar to me. I mean, sure, I understood that exercise could help you get in shape, lose weight, get strong, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I get it. But I was unfamiliar in that I just did not understand the routine of fitness. I didn't understand the full picture and what it really meant, you see. But once I started to become truly engaged in fitness, poof, Wow, my eyes were open. Okay, now, so like when I first started working out, it was just to get stronger. Like any other guy my age, I wanted bigger arms, a six pack abs. I had missed playing football in high school and college and resented that uh, partially because my physical size was not strong enough. I just didn't give that dominant image. Um, but I, I mean, I wanted to attract more girls, more work opportunities, more money. Um, And then even more importantly, I wanted to increase my chances of making it to Broadway and onto Hollywood as an actor. And so I said, and so I made it my mission to get big and strong. And I remember thinking my career path, regardless of what I do, it's going to be in the public eye. I need to to be fit. I need to appear fit. Okay. yet one of the biggest issues I had early on was in being consistent. When I went to the gym. And so when I say that is 
I don't mean consistent as far as working out. I mean consistent in the fact that I was consistently comparing myself to others. And any time I've learned that any time you spend so much energy comparing yourself to others as opportunity and energy that you could be uh, moving yourself forward, but you actually end up holding yourself back. And so I would stop going. I would go to the gym, I would see these other guys, they were bigger than me, they were better than me, they were stronger than me, and I would get discouraged. My body didn't look like theirs, um, so I wouldn't go as hard, I would skip days, I would just get into my feelings. And so, naturally, I also struggled with confidence, okay? Comparing others to myself sabotaged the little confidence that I had. And so it was tough to build momentum since it was easy to let any and everything else getting in, get in the way. And so when I finally met and interacted with a guy who ended up becoming my mentor, um, then I was able to move the needle, move the ball along and at least get regular workouts in. Um, but then I would still allow work, cubicle work in the office to get in the way because as I expressed earlier, my fear of getting fired or losing my job again was what dominated. And so my fitness suffered and not hitting my workouts all the time meant that I didn't always get that surge of confidence that workouts and exercise provided for me. Finally, I knew that the only way to win at this was to make fitness first because going to work was a dread, it was, it was, it was, I hated it. Um, I did not feel myself when I went there and I literally was going there just to make money. And so I knew that going to the gym was the complete opposite. I could go to the gym and work out. And if I, and if I could do that and make a living, I would love it. I could do fitness in my, with my eyes closed. I could do fitness for the fun of it. I could do fitness with no money because fitness was, was it. And so as I looked into the future, I realized, you know what? I want to get old, but I want to be strong. And the only way to even come close to that, in my opinion, is to establish a set of patterns and healthy habits and fitness routines that would allow me to have that momentum and establish that level of uh, regularity as I aged. And so I started to do everything I could to save my health. I would work out four to five days a week, even if it wasn't a, a long workout. I made sure to eat right. I adopted what I call a commuter meal plan where I would eat clean Monday through Friday, relax a bit on the weekends, and then I made sure that I didn't sit for long periods at work so that I could stay moving. Every job, I made sure that I was moving around and not confined to a desk. Okay? And that's very key. I want you guys to hear that. That's one of the habits that I urge every one of you to take a look at. And that is, how can I not or how can I avoid the hurtful, hurtful habit of sitting for too long? Okay, and then, um, and I remember I was at this one particular office and I worked for a guy who was not fitness conscious. And being such, he did not understand when I would be late coming from break time because I would be at the gym. It was not something that he understood, so it was not something that he empathized with. And so there was always this tension 
um, in our particular office, yet I still was committed to trying to find a way for fitness to become a priority. And in the course of establishing these routines, I was able to observe a pattern that not just worked for me, but the other people in my office and the other people in my cube, even my mentor, there were certain habits and certain things that they did that allowed them to always make sure that they had time for fitness. And so I said, hmm, well, what can I do to help me stay engaged? And one of the things I decided to do was every year I would do something competitive, physical, every year, okay? And so I started, and the first year I did this was I did a Spartan run. It took me five hours. Um, I went through most of the obstacles. I got stuck on the very last obstacle, which was a rope that you had to climb all the way up to the top. Maybe it was about 10, 15 feet and ding a bell at the top. And I got halfway up, fell back down into the water, muddy water, temperatures dropping, so it was cold. Um, my muscles screamed in excruciating pain, filled with fatigue, and I had had enough. I had been to the end. And But at the end of the day, it felt good to have accomplished that. And not only that, along the way, it helped to keep me consistent in my fitness habits. And so one of the things that I want you guys to, to begin to think about is what can I do? What are some of the, the parameters or the boundaries that I can put in place to help encourage my fitness each and every day? Um, because one thing that I realize is that there are only a few fitness there are only a few fitness habits that are necessary to to transform your body just a few but how many of you are actually realizing which few they are and are actually sticking to it and so when I begin to work on this project and put all of these um, ideas and these fitness habits together in the course of it, I came up with a formula and realized that the fittest and leanest people on the face of this planet and the people that I interact with and the clients and, and even the celebrities when I research them online, they are all they are all taking advantage of this particular fitness formula in one way or another. And so it's what I want to share with you and help you get so that you can live life to the fullest and, and have the increased energy, the confidence, the functionality. And I've put all of this together f so that I can share with you what I have uncovered, what I have taken part in. And I want you guys to be part of it. So stay tuned. Keep checking back. I I'm, I'm appreciate you guys for listening. Keep listening. And I promise you that we are going to change and transform your life together. Okay, so until next time, remember, get fit, stay fit, be fit, and enjoy life. I'll talk to you later.